Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys today. As always, thank you guys so much for joining me this week and every week. I'm so grateful and happy to be here, as always. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this week I figured I would kind of kind of get back to basics a little bit. Um, I know in the past I did a couple, like, Astrology 101 episodes where I covered things like houses and aspects and um, planets and the signs and stuff like that. And recently I had someone ask me a question about stellium. So I figured this week I would do a quick little episode all about stelliums. And, um... Yeah, I just realized I haven't really talked too much about this. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's podcast episode. So, stelliums. What are they? How do you know if you have a stellium? The answer to that is pretty simple. Basically, a stellium is when you have three or more planets in the same house and in the same signs in your natal chart. Um, Depending on which astrologer you talk to, some people will say that it's four or more planets. Um, And then typically the planets have to be pretty close together. So I think the rule of thumb is usually they're about, um, you know, eight degrees apart. And again, I think that's probably a little bit subjective depending on which astrologer you talk to. For me, I usually consider anything that's three or more planets um, a stellium, personally. Um, And basically what this means is that whenever you have a stellium in your chart, I see this a lot when I do natal chart readings. Um, so it's not, it's, some people think it's a rare thing. It's not super rare. I would say stelliums are fairly common. And a lot of people wonder, like, is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And I would say it's neither. It's not really good or bad. It's just, how do I put it? The way I usually explain it to people is that a stellium is kind of like, it emphasizes whatever house it's in in your chart. Um, so if you have a third house stellium, for example, there's going to be an emphasis for you in in the aspect of your life that has to do with the mind, communication, learning, um, short distance travel possibly, stuff like that. Um, that's where you're just going to have a lot more lessons to learn. So it, it's not really like, you know, it doesn't really make things easier or worse. It's just you have an emphasis on that part of your life. Um, some people say like, oh, well, if I have this stellium and all these planets are in this sign or in this house, like, does that mean that I'm just that sign? Um, and the answer to that is really just what I find. Um, what I have found personally is that Yes, I, I do think that people with stelliums do tend to carry more of those traits. Um, but at the same time, you still have an entire natal chart. So, you know, just like any other time you're reading a natal chart, like, I always tell people, like, you are not just that one placement. Like, you're a complex human person. Like, you're, you know, you're human. That's really what I'm trying to say. I don't know why I said human person, but you guys get the point. Um, you're a complex human. Like, we're complex, like, as people. Like, it's just our nature, and so it doesn't make sense that our birth chart would be very simplistic and would just be this one aspect of ourselves. Um, you know, just like us, our natal charts are very, um, complex and dynamic and have all these different aspects to them. 
And so it wouldn't make sense that, you know, we would just pick this one placement and that's all we are. So, yes, you do tend to have more of an emphasis on that part of your chart, but, um, you know, that's not all that you are. A lot of people that I've met, for some reason, I don't, I don't know why, but I know a lot of people with six house stelliums, and what I have found is that they do tend to carry a lot of Virgo traits. Um, and for those of you who don't know, the sixth house is the house that rules the sign Virgo, so... I have noticed that these people, they do tend to carry a lot of those traits. I also noticed that these people tend to have a lot more anxiety, and I think part of that anxiety can sometimes be because of the fact that the sixth house also rules like routines, and so these people, these sixth house stelliums, I think, tend to get very caught up in their routines, and so it's very important for them to have everything go, you know, just a certain way so that they can feel comfortable. Um... But again, it also depends a lot on, you know, what sign those planets are in. That's going to be a huge factor in the stellium. Um, and a lot of people ask me too, like, because what happens is when you have a stellium, all these planets end up in one house in your natal chart, which by the way, if, if you have no idea what houses are, um, you can scroll back a little bit. And I have a podcast episode called The Houses 101 or Astrology 101, The Houses or something like that. Um, so you can listen to that episode and learn all about the houses and what they are if you're listening to this and you have no clue what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, because with stelliums, all that energy or all those planets end up in one part of your chart, this can leave you with like a lot of empty houses and a lot of people tend to freak out when they're like, oh my god, this house is empty, what does it mean? And really guys, it's not a bad thing to have an empty an empty house in your chart. Um, it doesn't mean that things won't happen for you in that part of your life. It doesn't mean anything good. It doesn't mean anything bad. It's just completely neutral. Um, and it doesn't mean you're missing anything either. It doesn't mean that you're lacking anything in your life. It just means that um, that part of your life won't be as emphasized as much as other parts of your chart that might have more planets in it. Um, you know, so for example, like a the fifth house, right, is the house of children. And a lot of people look at that house and they're like, well, I don't have any planets in that house. Does that mean I'm just not going to have kids? And, you know, the truth is, is no, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Um, it's just that the house of children isn't just, you're not going to have as many lessons to learn in that part of your life. Because really what all the planets show you is what, you know, where you kind of have like more, more lessons to learn. Like that's what a lot of this is about is, you know, what, what part of your life is going to be emphasized. And so if you have an empty house, it doesn't mean you're not going to have kids or it doesn't mean that you will have kids or anything bad or, you know, anything negative. It just means that that's going to be a more quiet area of your life. Um, another question that came up while I was doing my research for this episode was, is it possible to have more than one stellium? And I, I kind of had to think about this for a minute because... Theoretically, I guess it might be possible. It's not something that I have ever seen um, where I've seen people with more than one stellium. I don't think that that's extremely common. I guess it could maybe happen. Um, but basically, if by chance you do happen to have more than one stellium, um, again, it just goes back to you're going to have more lessons to learn in those, those areas of your life. 
Um, something else that's really important to look at, and I cover this in all my natal chart readings, by the way, so if if you want an in-depth analysis, um, you guys can always shoot me an email to book readings, but um, another thing you can look at, too, is the pattern that your chart makes. Every everyone's chart has like a certain pattern. Um, I might have to do a separate episode on this because it just popped into my head now. Um, but everyone's chart has a different pattern and every pattern kind of indicates something different and it's all based on where the planets are in your chart and, um, just how that looks from afar. So like, for example, with me, I have what's called a bucket pattern in my chart. So, basically all the planets kind of go on one side of my chart and then I have another planet kind of by its lonesome over on the other side of my chart and that acts as like the handle. And typically when someone has a bucket pattern like my chart does, um, that typically indicates that there is a lot of, um, how do I put it? It's kind of like focusing all your energy into one thing. So, kind of, it's almost like if you think of, like, putting all your eggs in one basket, um, except the energy tends to get focused in where the handle is. Um, so you can pay attention to stuff like that if you're curious about what, what pattern your chart makes and what that means for you. I'll, I'll have to, like, make a note to make a separate podcast episode about this so that you guys can learn a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I can cover because I really... Um, I really don't have too much else to say on this topic. I mean, basically, that's all a stellium is. Like, there, there, I don't think there's much more to it than that, than it's just, it's one part of your chart. I guess what I'll quickly do to wrap up this podcast and just to leave you guys with a little more, uh, substance, I guess. Um, I'm just quickly gonna go over the houses, and if you think you have a stellium, um, or if you know someone with a stellium, I'm just quickly going to go over the houses and what that would mean. Um, it's pretty straightforward. So with the houses, they all kind of go in the same order of, of the regular zodiac. So the first house, if you have a first house stellium, um, you're going to have a lot of activity going on in your house that has to do with just think like Aries type energy. Um, so like think of those Aries traits, but also, you know, combine that with, you know, the physical body, physical appearance, how you appear to the world. Um, you know, there might be a big emphasis on your looks and how people perceive you. Um, again, you might have a lot of challenges or lessons to learn in that area of your chart. If you have a stellium in your second house, this is a house of Taurus stuff. So someone with a second house stellium might have some more Taurus-y traits. It also depends on what sign that it's in. Um, but this is the house of money, what you value, material possessions, um, stuff like that. So there's going to be a big emphasis on money in your life. Um, whether or not that's, you know, making money or losing money uh, kind of depends on what's in there and what else is going on in your chart. But um, basically just know that, you know, there's going to be an emphasis on what you value. And things that we value are typically things like money Sometimes it's material possessions. It might be something else for you. Maybe it's your family. But there's going to be an emphasis on that if you or someone you know has a stellium in the second house. If you have a stellium in the third house, this is the house of Gemini stuff. So again, emphasis on some of the more Gemini traits or, um, yeah, basically... There's going to be a bit more of an emphasis on those Gemini traits, also depending on whatever else is going on in that house and what sign it's in. 
And this is going to put an emphasis on short short distance travel, things like your neighborhood, um, the mind, learning, communication. You might actually find that maybe you stumble over your words a lot with this stellium. Um, And just, yeah, learning and education and stuff like that is going to be huge for you. Um, If you have a fourth house stellium, this is the house of cancer. And this house rules the home and your private life. Um, so again, think Cancerian traits, and this is just going to put more of an emphasis on things having to do with the family and, like, you and your own privacy, like, when you're alone, um, stuff like that. The fifth house is all about children, creative expression. It's ruled by the sign Leo, so again, think Leo traits, um, and it, yeah, it's about creative expression, risk-taking, fun, um, stuff like that, creativity, I think I already said. Uh, Yeah, so just, you know, think about the sun and Leo and, you know, kind of what goes along with that. Um, And that's kind of what you get with the fifth house. The sixth house, as I mentioned earlier, rules Virgo. If you have a sixth house stellium, you're going to probably be really big on having a routine. You're going to like things to be a certain way. Um, And it's just really going to put that emphasis on your everyday, day-to-day life and, like, things like work. Um, and I mean work kind of, like, on the smaller level of, like, the routine of, like, getting up and going to work every day, um, and things like that. If you have a stellium in the seventh house, this is going to place a huge emphasis on your relationships since this is the house of, um, Libra. Libra rules this house and this has everything to do with partnerships and also how you, um, how you view other people, too. So, um, there might be an emphasis on your perceptions of other people and just, you know, every type of relationship, not even just romantic relationships, but it could also be non-romantic relationships. It could be friendships, family relationships, business relationships, anything having to do with that. Um, the eighth house is the house of Scorpio and this house has to do with other people's money, shared resources, transformation, um, debt. So, if you have an 8th house stellium, again, think Scorpio traits, and then there's just going to be more of an emphasis on those things that I just mentioned. So, that is the 8th house. The ninth house is ruled by Sagittarius. So, if you have a ninth house stellium, that is going to give you probably a few Sagittarius traits. Again, that also depends a lot on what is going on in that house. Um, and I'm going to keep saying that just to remind you guys, because... Again, there's a lot that goes into a natal chart besides just one aspect of it. But um, if you have a ninth house stellium, there's going to be an emphasis for you on philosophy, long distance travel, or just travel of any kind, but more specifically long distance travel, higher education, things like college or learning or taking classes, Um, spirituality and religion is also going to be a big thing for you. Now, if you have a 10th house stellium, this house is ruled by Capricorn, and the, um, the 10th house is all about your career, your public image, and where you want to go in life, um, and just whatever it is that you're really trying to aspire to work towards. I always think of, like, the 10th house personally as, like, that house just kind of embodying, like, who we want to become in this life, and, um... If you have a 10th house stellium, there's just going to be a greater emphasis on all of those different um, aspects of the 10th house for you. If you have an 11th house stellium, this house is ruled by Aquarius. This house is 
all about networks, communication, technology, acquaintances. Um, it can be about friendships, I think. Um, and yeah, just stuff like that. Technology, if I didn't say that already. <laughs> um, just think like things related to Aquarius, um, humanitarian stuff can also be part of this. Um, yeah. So if you have an 11th, 11th house, uh, stellium, then there might be, you know, a greater emphasis on this area of your life. If you have a 12th house stellium, this is the house of Pisces. So this is going to emphasize things like isolation. Um, again, for some reason, every time I think of the 12th house lately, I keep thinking about mental health. So it's, I'm not saying it's definite, but it's a possibility that mental health might be a recurring theme that pops up for you. Um, spirituality might be something that gets highlighted for you. Your intuitive abilities, you, you might be someone who's very intuitive or even psychic. Um, and that might be a, 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 how do I put it? And that just might be a theme or a thing that pops up in your life. Um, and this is also about institutions as well. So like hospitals, government, um, schools, things like that, that might also be a, so that might somehow play a part in your day-to-day life with a stellium like that. So that is just a quick rundown of every stellium you could have in your chart. Um, I hope this episode was helpful to you. Um, I'm glad I got to kind of go back and do some 101 astrology again. Um, I'm thinking next week I might do just an episode where I answer a bunch of like commonly asked astrology questions. So if you guys have anything that you want to ask me about, um, feel free to shoot me an email, spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram. You can DM me on there. Um, I'm more than happy to answer your questions. Um, but until then, I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. And don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign.